0: hello 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 welcome back to the second podcast guys i am looking at the view under right now and i have red lines around my lips i just had spaghetti and i thought it was a good idea to just record a podcast right after i ate spaghetti and my mouth looks disgusting anyways let's not talk about that welcome back to the second podcast guys um i am so overwhelmed by how well the first one went so i've been getting so much feedback from people which i'm obviously so grateful for all my friends i have people that i haven't talked to like from my childhood um that are dming me and they're like oh my god i love your podcast you're doing so awesome my mom and i listen to it and i'm like this is crazy guys like whoever thought that me this was just a little idea and now i've made it a reality and now i'm getting recognized for it and i'm just getting i'm getting people that i haven't even talked to forever like people that used to go to my old school that are just texting me and they're like, I love your podcast. And I'm like, this is crazy. This is so crazy to me. Cause this is truly one of my pe- one of my biggest passions I've ever had really. Cause I always talk about how much I love talking man I love sharing things. And it's just so amazing that I can have this outlet and that people actually listen to it and that people are supporting me. So I just want to put that out there. Thank you so much guys. <laughs> I always say this, but my camera, my viewfinder makes me look red while i'm recording but then after i look back at the video and it's not red at all so i look red right in the viewfinder and it's really freaking me out but i know when i look back at it it's not gonna be that bad i got a new water bottle <sighs> asmr i done. i'm gonna keep that in i got my water starbucks coffee guys vanilla favorite flavor i will ever get it's so satisfying when you open it and it goes oh love it i have a lot of topics to touch on today the first one's kind of funny <laughs> It's, it's definitely expected of me because people just know how obnoxious I am. So I'll give you a little backstory. I was at work. I work as a receptionist at a car dealership in my town. And I was just, you know, I was just a little typing away, whatever. And this dad comes in with his son. And they're, they're with my, I'm friends with the guy. I have like all my work friends are like 40. <laughs> and I'm just like friends with all of them. Um, so he was with him, uh, one of my work friends because he was a salesperson and then uh I was like this son like the son's like kind of cute and I'm just like I, I I can't shut up like when I when I get opinion about something I gotta speak it when I have when I see someone I like I'm like I need to act on that you know like I'm like an impulsive person like that I just gotta go out and do it so they're probably there for like half the day and my my shifts are usually like nine hours so he was there for a while i'm just like doing my homework you know i'm typing away typing for work emails and i'd be like peek over and like see if the guy's looking at me like something out of like something out of a movie like oh my god is he looking at me like oh my god do i look good like something really funny so that was just entertaining to me obviously it was just for fun i you know whatever i decided just to spice things up a little bit to write a note and give it to the boy yeah, so I, I I wasn't gonna do it because I don't know. I was just really nervous And I usually need people to like egg me on for things for me to like actually do things So I was talking to my other friend that I work with me and her are, like pretty tight and she's like "Liv, like you What are you doing? Like do it. I'm getting advice from everyone that's in the showroom I'm, like guys like what do I do and they're like do it You only live once right like do it and i'm like, okay So I didn't really mess up handwriting so i got my other friend to do it um so she writes it down like hi my name's liv i think you're cute and then my number Text me so i give it to the salesperson that the kid was working with his dad was working with and on their way out uh the sales guy was like hey like this is for you from our (laughs) receptionist and he gave him the note i can just imagine him watching this right now hi I didn't even tell you my name. I don't, I literally wrote, hi, I'm the receptionist. Here's my number. I, he doesn't even know my name. It's okay. So he won't find my podcast. Hopefully not. I mean, ugh. but that was just kind of interesting for me. You know, I well, it was a couple, it was a couple years ago. I, I told people I did this and they were so shocked to like no way because all my friends have like social anxiety like no one No one, you know can go up to people and just be like hey, what's up? Like I I love starting conversations with people. I don't know at parties. I'm always like going up to people like hi How are you? I'm lived just talking to people but a couple of years ago I was at a cafe in my town and I was with I don't remember what friend I was with Um, these all have to do with boys. I don't know. If I'm just boy crazy, whatever so we're at this cafe and we're just sitting drinking coffee and there's this cute guy and I'm like sitting like kind of like across the the cafe from us and I'm like my town is super small right so I, I like know all the teenagers like I know of all the teenagers and I'm like this guy he's really cute so me just being just being me I waited for his mom to go in the bathroom it was him and his mom so I waited for going to go in the bathroom and then I walk over there and sit down at the table <laughs> and I go hi <laughs> and he's like hey like he was super he was super fine with it And I just had a conversation with them. I don't remember a lot that happened because it was so long ago, but I love going up to people. I don't know, like it's just fun. I just like love confrontation. But not for like negative things like only for like to like make friends like i can i'm so lucky to say that i can make friends easily not a lot of people can i don't know i just vibe with people really easily because i'm an empath literally an empath i take on everyone's problems but it's just so fun i love going up to people and just being just start a conversation just make new friends (laughs) that was me the whole time while i was in france i was just going up to my classmates like hey how's it going hi how are you i'm Liv. i'm from canada i speak english just stupid stuff like that so i had an epiphany the other day and I've been trying to figure out why I hold on to people for so long, right? Um, I have a really hard time letting people go. I have a really hard time letting things go. Um, so I was just thinking. Obviously, I think I reflect a lot of my birth chart into like my real life. So I was just thinking and you know, I was like, why Why do I have so much trouble letting people go? It just doesn't make sense. Like I, I let people come in my life and come in my life, but then obviously it's a part of life for people to... You know, once you learn your lesson from the person you move on and you let them go and then whatever new people come in But I just have a really hard time letting people go So I was thinking and I was like, it's because I only see the good in people. I have a pisces moon Cancer sun and scorpio rising. I'm all three water signs are in my big three. Um, and I was like that's why I hold on to toxic people because Everyone around me is like, do you not remember they did this to you, they did this to you, they made you feel this. And I'm like, I know that, but I just see people as all the good things that they are. And I don't remember any of the bad things. I just like, I like seeing people for their best and I only see the good in people. And I think that's why I'm so hopeful that like, oh, I can like make it work out with people. Like, oh, I can keep this friend, I could keep this boyfriend, whatever, and make it work, da-da-da, like this friend of mine is like actually good for my life they're not toxic whatever but it's because i just don't it's not that i don't recognize toxic traits i definitely do but when i look at someone i see all the positive things about them and i don't see anything negative that's kind of it i just wanted to speak on that just kind of get it out of my system i just think it's a crazy thing i'm definitely getting better at it though so guys be proud of me what if i turn this into an asmr podcast can i get some of your opinions please Rip, um, earphone users. (laughs) Another thing that interests me, it's, I've been like this ever since I was little. I mean, my favorite planet, I don't even know if it is a planet, but I love the moon. I, even as a child, Uh. even as a kid, I remember I was in like sixth grade. I would stay up all night, just like hanging out, just watching shows because I loved the nighttime. I loved how still it is, how calm it is, how I feel like I have the world kind of to myself. I just, I love the nighttime. I I love it. I, I just thrive in the nighttime. That's when my creativity comes out. That's just when I get motivated to do things. That's when my anxiety kind of subdues. So the other day, I was having a really hard time falling asleep. And I was like, you know what? I'm just not tired. I'm going to stay up. Fast forward, um, my also my friend Farron was up. And she couldn't sleep. So we were just texting. We were on FaceTime for like three hours. I stayed up till four in the morning, right? Then as we're on FaceTime, I'm telling her, she's she's like, aren't you tired? And I'm like, weirdly, no. And then I started talking about how amazing I felt. No, that's not even what happened. No, I went to bed. And then I woke up at three in the morning because I had, I don't know, I just like woke up and I couldn't go back to bed. So I stayed up until eight. So three until eight, I was up. And she, she woke up like 2.30 and couldn't sleep. So she texted me. And we were on FaceTime until 8 in the morning. Because I remember I got up or my parents got up and I was like up on FaceTime. And they're like, "Like, why are you up so early? I'm like, oh, I've been up since 3. So, as we were FaceTiming, I'm telling her how, how, I, how much I love the nighttime, right? And I'm like, I'm, I want to go nocturnal. I want to go nocturnal. I follow this girl on TikTok that is nocturnal. And it's just, how is it possible that there's 7 billion people on the planet and we're all just on the same schedule? We all sleep at the same time like no we're not all made like that we we're all built different so why isn't nocturnalism i don't even know if that's a word but why is that not normalized (laughs) why is that looked at as so weird and uncommon when people truly just want to flip their schedule sleep during the day and up all night that reminds me of that song what is it i want to rock and roll all night and party every day but seriously, so I've been staying up till four in the morning for like the past week, um, sleeping in very late, which is not good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I just love the nighttime. I used to pull all-nighters all the time, especially in the summer. What me and one of my old friends, we would, um, have sleepovers. It was like the four of us. We would, uh, just stay up till eight in the morning every day. Cause they lived on my street and I would just go over there, sleep over all the time. It's around like two years ago, two, three years ago. And we would just stay up all night. And people are always asking me, they're like, what do you do all night? Like, I don't know, what do you do when you're awake? Like, are you constantly doing something? No, you're just hanging out. Like exactly, I'm just hanging out. I'm watching TikToks. I'm watching a lot of Shameless. Uh, I started sup- stup- st- Stupid Store. I have a vlog where I pronounce Superstore, Stupid Store. Someone go stalk and find that. But I started Superstore, love it. So I'm just, I'm just hanging out, I don't know. I just feel so calm. So I try to soak it up as much as I can. I just feel like the world is mine. I'm alone and I can do whatever I want without judgment. If I want to eat a Big Mac at 3 in the morning in my bed, who's to stop me? I'm in control of my own life. And especially seeing so many people on TikTok that also follow that schedule. I just think that's amazing because things are getting so normalized that aren't. Because of TikTok, TikTok is just normalizing everything, which is a whole nother topic. I don't even know if I talked about it in the last video, my social media video, but I could make a whole video about TikTok. Just watch out for that one. So, I'm moving, right? This will... This will probably be the second last podcast um, with this background. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to record one more after this, hopefully you know, get on that schedule, of like, weekly podcast. That's another thing I need to talk about. Um, however, I'm moving. This has been a process for a while, a couple months, um, so I've been slowly packing, whatever, and then it kind of hit me, like, right recently. I'm moving in eight days. Maybe by the time this is up, I won't be moved yet, but I'm moving February 1st, um, but it's just crazy. This is the house I grew up in, but I've lived in this house my whole life. Like, I was taken home from the hospital to this house. I've lived in all three bedrooms upstairs. It's just weird. My whole life all my memories of home is this house and also Cancers are very homebodies they're they love having comfort in their home they'd rather stay home than go out i don't know if i kind of relate to that in a sense but this is my home this is where i feel comfortable and it's gonna be really weird for me to get that feeling in another place that's so unfamiliar to me so i'll definitely keep you guys updated but i mean new beginnings i've been i've been complaining that i hate this house um i want to move blah 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 I'm just bored of it but then when it really happens I'm like this is weird right like I'm seeing my basement empty and I'm seeing like all the things in my kitchen down and I'm like packing up my room and I'm like wait this is like for real I can't swim in my pool anymore what I'm gonna miss this bedroom though I love my bed if you're watching this on YouTube you'll see it but I have my bed under a window guys I should do a room tour before I go Room t- final room tour in the in the in the brown residence Uh, But I have my bed under my window and I'm obsessed with my room. I have my own closet, my own ensuite. Definitely gonna miss the room, but I know I am ready for a change and I'm so excited to redecorate a whole new bedroom. So there's like a collective, like a million things that I think about on the daily. Just like kind of theories I have or kind of not even theories, just questions. Like if I was to ask the universe, like that had all the answers to everything. I just think like, why does this happen? How does this happen? Just like random thoughts I have. So here's one of them. Why do we give men so much power? And I know there's going to be a lot of different answers for this. I don't even have an answer myself, but this is how I came to this question, right? So I was watching Bridgerton. If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. Don't watch it with your parents. I made that mistake. <laughs> their whole thing, this is based like the 1800s, I'm pretty sure, if you don't watch the show. And their whole life is basically powered towards finding a husband finding someone to be the father with your kids like getting married that is your your whole life purpose is love to get married and all it's so weird to me so all the girls are putting so much effort into their physical appearance they are putting so much effort into their dance skills to try to impress all these guys The guys don't do anything. The guys just get to pick and choose. Who gave them those roles? How did we, how did our society develop from, like, cavemen that men are on a pedestal and we're, like, down here? We are doing all the work. We're putting in so much effort to please these people who do nothing. They don't do anything. That sounds kind of degrading, but, like, it's so true. And especially, like, in high school movies, you're like, oh my god, like, is Johnny gonna ask me to the dance? Nah, 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 Like, girl- ask him yourself, why do you, why do you give men so much power? I just don't understand. And it's so normalized. I can't even talk about it without like, why do men have so much power? And I know you can talk about a lot of things, but like in the workforce, they're given promotions, like not like that kind of stuff. Like, oh, like men are meant to work and women are meant to clean. Not really that, but like, well, of course that, but why do we base everything off of their approval? Like who, how did that happen? Universe, please answer me that question because I am confused i wish i could explain it better but that subject just boggles my mind so much i can't even put it into words i hope you understand what i'm saying but at the same time you might not but i hope you do so if someone wants to please let me know their stance on that subject i would love to hear it i wish i could have some sort of collaborative aspect of the podcast where I can get people to, you know, call in. Hey, caller 909. Well, what's up? You're on the podcast. Like a little radio show, but I can't. Well, I mean, I can't. I just don't really know how to do it. I've been having trouble um, being productive my whole life. I am one of the laziest people I've ever known, but it's weird. I'll get, I don't even know how to explain this. I'm not lazy to the point where I lay in bed all day. Every morning I get up, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, I get dressed, I write down what I'm gonna do. I do homework, I blah, blah, blah. However, I like to push things away. Say I have this project, right? It might take four hours to do. I will wait till the last day and then I will do it. I only do things when I need to. I won't go out of my way and do all this prep for something. And then, you know, it's gotten to the point of the day where I don't even know what I'm saying. I was about to fall asleep it's 7 16 p.m right now in 30 minutes ago i was on my bed literally napping and then my mom called me for dinner i was like yeah whatever so i've developed the style production it's called what, did it, what did i call it the every other day style of productiveness i've been doing this for i'd say probably two weeks because i was so tired of not getting anything done because i'm just so lazy i don't even know if it's just because like i'm going literally stir crazy in my house and not going to school but i just can't get anything done i have to literally fight myself to like write this note down what what did I have to do the other day I had to I had to remind my mom to do something or I had to call a place and I'm like oh I can't do that it's way too much work like you're on your phone 24 hours a day just call them there's just a thing in my mind that's like no that's too much let me I'll do it another time I wasn't gonna film this podcast tonight because I'm exhausted and I was like you know what Liv you're just gonna keep pushing it away and then then you're not gonna have a podcast anymore So, I'm like, you know what? We're going to do it. So, what the every other day style productiveness schedule is, every other day you're productive and then on the off days, you do nothing. It may seem a little extreme. However, my emotions are very extreme. So, I feel like it kind of matches my personality. So, what I'll do, say like A days are my productive days. Instead of kind of splitting up the work I need to do evenly throughout the week, I'll have one day focused to doing as much as I can. I, these are the days where like I'll shower, I'll blow out my hair, I'll get my homework done, I'll call places I need to call, I'll do whatever I need to do, just clean anything, just get as much stuff I need to do done in one day. Um, and then the next day I do nothing. <laughs> I do nothing. And it's nice because I usually get really unmotivated when I'm doing something and I'm like, oh, like I have to do this every day. Like I can't do this every day. But then while you're doing these things, you're like, oh my God, tomorrow I get to lay in my bed and do nothing. And it makes me motivated to keep going. because you're like, I wouldn't be doing this if I wasn't being so productive right now. Then on the off days, it feels so nice because usually when I'd be being lazy in my bed and I'd have things to do, I wouldn't actually be enjoying my time that I'm relaxing. I'd be physically laying down and relaxing, but mentally, I'd be just being anxious about all the things that I needed to do. So it's nice. You just get all this stuff done and then you just chill. I'm not saying you need to lay in bed all day, but you don't need to stress about things. Um, of course, you can work out, you can copy a note off your teacher whatever you need to do but just don't stress about it and I've been I don't know I'm just so lazy but this has been working for me so every other day I lay in bed and watch shameless that's basically what I'm trying to say (laughs) but yeah I don't know it works better for me so when I'm when I'm motivated I'm motivated as hell I am literally planning my planning another life I'm gonna live and then when I'm not I'm like I will never get out of bed (laughs) so every other day I'm kind of on those motivational highs and I'm getting all my stuff done Those are the days I have like five coffees. And the other days I'm doing nothing and I'm reading. I'm relaxed. It's not that I'm being lazy. It's I'm taking care of my mental state. I'm doing a hair mask. I'm having a bath. I'm reading. I love reading. I think my next podcast might have to be my favorite books and what I'm reading right now. But I'm meditating. I'm doing crystal healing. I'm not being a potato. I kind of am but I'm also just taking care of my mental stability. Every other day I'm doing the physical things I need to do to get my life together like cleaning, homework, whatever. Then every other day I'm also doing things for my mind. So it's kind of it's kind of a nice balance. Obviously it's not built for everyone because everyone works differently but I just thought I'd share that because it's honestly helped me and it's helped me be a little bit more at ease because everyone's going stir crazy right now. I mean, if I was at school right now, I would be getting so much work done because when I'm out of my house, I'm getting so much work done. When I'm at my desk with like my TV playing and I'm just like staring at my birth chart that I have on the wall, I'm not getting any work done. I need to go out places to do work. And I found that this has made me do so much more work and I am so happy about it. (laughs) Literally have it written down. I have every other day style productiveness (laughs) in brackets, how I resent tedious work. I cannot- I couldn't even talk about that. Like, once I start, I won't stop. Tedious work. That is literally- I don't remember what placement of mine, but I read that and I was like, yeah. If I had a job that had to be attentive to detail constantly, I would quit after, like, two hours. I just need to do what I want whenever I want. I mean, obviously, that's- sounds kind of needy and selfish. However, that's just me, man. I don't pay attention to detail. I pay attention to the full picture. Uh, Yeah, that's- yeah. No. So, the other day, I went to- this furniture store with my mom because we're buying a new couch and it was like what it was like 30 40 minutes away so we go out there we go to the store she pays for the couch whatever we go visit our friends that live over there just in their driveway we both had mass we all had masks on whatever we're just chatting it up so we're on the way home my mom and i are like we're kind of hungry right um do you want to like grab something on the way home and i'm like yeah TMI guys, but it's my time of the month, if you know what I'm saying. So, I was like, I need a milkshake. I always crave ice cream. I don't know why. Ice cream is just my thing. So, I'm like, five guys, right? Let's go to five guys. Um, So, we drive home halfway. Uh, so, now we're like 20 minutes away or so away from our house and <laughs> there's only a limited amount of people allowed in the store. And my mom was like the seventh or something. And there's only seven people allowed. So she was like, okay, just text me what you want and wait in the car. So I get her keys. I go in. I sit in the passenger side. And I just click on. Because her car, you don't have to put the key in. I just click on. I wouldn't have done this with... Without having the conversation I had with her the other day, I asked her because whenever she starts up the car, I never see her press on the brake. And I was just curious if that was just like a myth, I heard, I heard. And I'm like, mom, like when you start the car, do you have to press on the brake? And she goes, oh, I don't. And I was just like, oh, that's weird. Maybe you don't have to. So as I'm going in the car to wait for Five Guys, I'm just like, oh, my mom said that she doesn't press the brake when she starts the car. So I just click on and I'm like, okay, cool. I don't care. So I'm waiting, it's probably like 15, 20 minutes. I'm just chilling, you know, probably watching TikTok or something. And then she comes out with the burgers, whatever. Um, so we, we start to eat and she's like, okay, I'm gonna start to drive back. Tries to start the car doesn't start like tries to like go on like tries to like start the engine and she's like live what the f and i'm just like i i'm generally confused like i wasn't feeling guilty because i was like no like i didn't even think about that i did it because i was like she doesn't even use she doesn't even use the brake turn the car on and i was like mom like what the, what the heck is happening like oh my god like this is funny i start laughing and she goes Lev, what did you do and i'm like what do you mean what i do she was like you turned the battery on for too long and i'm like what what do you what are you saying i turned the battery on for too long you like i just started it the way you always do and she goes you know what i think i press the brakes subconsciously so when you asked i said no because i don't realize subconsciously that i put the brakes on to turn on the car and i'm like mother mel god bless your soul she has like my <laughs> so we had to call caa and get someone to come my dad ended up showing up because we we <laughs> we were cold and we wanted to wait in his car And i'm just like i just want to eat my burger and milkshake I didn't really care if the car broke down at this point. I didn't care if we didn't go home for another couple hours. I just wanted to enjoy my burger. I enjoyed the burger, enjoyed the milkshake kind of with the fries, gross. I didn't even get ketchup packets. I did, but I didn't even use them. So I was like, whatever. I was in a bad mood. So the guy shows up, the CIA guy, and he just comes out. I I made TikToks about this. I don't know if you guys saw the TikToks, but he seemed to be an (laughs) anti-masker. I don't know if it was an anti-masker or the fact that he just like doesn't, didn't feel like he needed to wear a mask. I mean, they were outside, um, outside of the car. So, I guess I don't really know what the laws are, but I would assume my mom had a mask on. I had a mask on. Um, So, I don't know why he wasn't wearing a mask, especially when he was coming like into our vicinity, into our card with our bacteria. My hard drive just like stopped running. Okay. <laughs> so, this guy, like I'm starting to make a TikTok because I'm like, why isn't this guy wearing a mask? But this guy was really funny. So, I started making a TikTok like talking about just like vlogging the whole experience because I was like, this is funny. Like, I want to remember this. Like, this is just like a funny, weird experience. Like, why, why wouldn't I record it? And this guy turns out to literally be so freaking funny. I started recording him on my TikTok. I was like guessing what his name is. <laughs> and they, him and my mom were, did you hear, <gasps> what is going on with my mic right now? Anyways, him and my mom were just chatting it up. Um, He did end up starting the car back up. He boosted it. And then we drove home happily ever after. And the car did start up the next day. So the car is fine moral of the story use the brake when you turn on your car dad if you're watching this which i doubt you are i'm just gonna let you know that i i i press the brakes when i turn on the car but mom told me she didn't so i didn't do it for her car i was like maybe your car's just different yeah always use the brake when you turn on your car that's it but it's also so funny we got home and we just forgot that i met my mom at her work for us to go to the place so i get home i, h- I had a nap in the car obviously because i was exhausted whatever and she's like live where's your car <laughs> oh yeah mom i left it at your work 15 minutes away oh so we got home after waiting for so long for the CAA guy and just wanted to get home she had to draw me back off to her work and i had to drive back and i was like mom i'm literally falling asleep like i can't drive right now But ended up having to drive home and that was, it was just, it was just a funny day. So I definitely needed to share that story. Again, with all the opinions I have, I have such a strong opinion on the toxicity of the nine to five work schedule. Everyone, everyone can relate. I mean, that's just a normal thing in our society. You work nine to five, Monday to Friday, and that's how you make your living. You earn a specific rate every hour. There, that's your life. You don't get to have flexibility. You don't get to use your passion and your interest to create a career, a, cr- a career, a career-, career. And I just think it's so toxic. I could never work full time. So that's why I'm like, YouTube, podcast, you're, you're- Again, me, me being so lazy and not paying attention to detail, I could never follow a schedule like that. I do what I want when I want. It's 7 30 right now and I'm filming a podcast. If I was working for a podcast company, they'd be like, no, nine to five, you're recording in the studio. Like, no, I'm creating my own career, baby girl. And don't think you are limited to the nine to five work schedule. Every time I say nine to five work schedule, I just think of The Office because they always complain, oh my god, like, how long is it until five (laughs) o'clock? My dad and I love watching The Office at his new place. Anyways, I was explaining to one of my coworkers the other day of how you can truly make a living off of a podcast and that you're not earning, like, once you get the following, once you get um, advertisements, all that, that you can truly make a living off of it. And it's not a fixed rate every hour. It's exponential. You can make as much money as you want basically. If you put out lots of good quality content very consistently, you are going to succeed and it will probably be a lot higher pay than your nine to five work schedule. Even if you are working on this on your own business nine to five every day, you're not limited to that and you're going to end up making a lot more than if you were working for a company. Is this like a s- entrepreneurship podcast? I don't know. That would be a good idea though. All I've wanted to be an o- is an entrepreneur. I can't follow directions very well. I can't deal with criticism. I've been explaining that to my mom and she's like, Liv, you need to get over that. I just can't be criticized because I get so self-conscious <laughs> that I, I tend to rebel. I'm like, oh, I did this wrong. I'm going to cry about it and then literally like do it again. <laughs> Guys, I know it's not healthy. Okay, I get gotta- it. Who has been following my puzzle series on TikTok? Show of hands, everyone. I'm pointing at the camera. Show of hands. Put your hand up. Hey, Jimmy. I see you put your hand up. Thank you. Who has been following my puzzle series? What did, I think I literally called it puzzle series. And I have episodes on there on TikTok. I got this tangled puzzle um well it was a couple weeks ago when I got my skateboard um my mom and I went to Walmart and this is about the point where we were like start of start of lockdown I'm like WTF is gonna get me through lockdown (laughs) I'm getting all like the the core quarantine thing of getting puzzles like all these I got guess who we almost got headbands and like Yahtzee but we didn't so I was like yeah a puzzle whatever I wasn't really a big puzzle person growing up but uh I started this puzzle and moral of the story i can't stop it's on you if you again if you're watching this on youtube this is a taped up picture of the puzzle like what it's supposed to look like and then the puzzles on the dresser behind me and i just stare at the picture and I listen to a podcast or I watch some YouTube and I just work on this puzzle for like four hours a day. My The favorite thing I've been doing to stay up until four in the morning is literally have a coffee at like 10 p.m., listen to a podcast and work on the puzzle for hours. It's like become like this addiction for me. I close my eyes and I see puzzle pieces. It's all I do. And it's uh. such a good way to pass time. I don't know. I'm a, <laughs> you guys need to get a puzzle. Right now I'm like, I'd say like, 35 40 done the puzzle and i've been working on it for like two weeks hours and hours a day wish me luck guys i only have eight more days until i have to move Will i get this done in eight days you'll find out in the next podcast that's the thing that's been stressing me out not i need to get all my stuff packed i need to get get all this work submitted like no what's gonna happen to my puzzle when i move (laughs) am i gonna start all over i can't transfer it i won't literally be able to put it on something transfer it drive with it to this other house i can't do that so you please pray for me, please. Toxicity of the nine to five work schedule. This is the segment of the podcast where we talk about all the podcasts that we're obsessed about. Just kidding, I'm not gonna actually do that. But Sarah Baska and Caitlin Ray just started a new podcast and it's hit number one on comedy, I think in a few days. And I'm obsessed. I've been watching Sarah for years. I found Caitlin through Sarah. Sarah's literally my spiritual. Ch- Spirit, she, she's my spirit animal i'm obsessed with sarah um and i just i can't help it but just uh, oh i was to say the p word oh but pee myself when i'm listening to their podcast and i'm obsessed i'm so obsessed guys call her daddy obviously amazing but i would say okay i was a huge views guy girl i was a huge views i was a, i was a huge views girl <laughs> oh no my parents are yelling at each other good thing they're getting a divorce Quiet, don't sit, please. Um, I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh yeah, I, I used to listen to the Views podcast very consistently. Summer going into grade ten, it's like three summers ago. I don't even know, but I went to my friend's cottage, and I remember I listened to probably seven episodes. We went to the cottage for probably three days. I listened to probably seven episodes. There was this hammock there that I would just sit in and listen to his podcast. That was also the podcast I would listen to when I was tanning. I mean, I I, I did go through this phase where I loved music while I was tanning because then I would just like fantasize about things. Then I just got bored and it's like 10 minutes would pass and I would think it, would, it was an hour and I was like, okay, I did nothing. But when I listen to a podcast, my mind is being entertained and I'm, I'm being a, a, attentive. I'm being attentive. So, I'm not like... I'm not fantasizing, I'm not really thinking, I'm just letting this podcast um, entertain my brain and I just get to relax. And then that's when time passes. So I used to do that with the Views podcast, David Dobrik and Jason Nash. I was listening to the podcast every single week, listened to uh, probably every single episode, but I haven't been for a while. But as much as I listened to that podcast, I now listen to Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes. And she is really where I got most of my motivation for the podcast because she is one of the few people other than Alex Cooper, which obviously my content is not going to be anything related to hers. It's not going to be anything similar. Um, But Emma is a individual podcaster. She is a solo podcaster and... I work better by myself. I wanted to do this by myself. Um, And people thought it was hard to do a podcast by yourself, but Emma really gave me that motivation that it is so possible. And there's just certain techniques to do to just make it better and make it different than a two-person podcast. And it's so doable. Guys, look at me right now. I'm on my second podcast. I'm on my second podcast. Look at me go. Thank you, Emma. (laughs) I have been religiously watching Emma Chamberlain since she came out with her, I think we owe the Dollar st- the Dollar Tree an apology. That was a video she kind of went crazy on. That was a video she became viral on. That was really where her career launched. I've watched her ever since then. I've seen every single video, probably around 70 times. Her videos from two years ago are like my comfort movies. Like You know, you have comfort movies, like one of mine are like the Twilight series, but she's like my comfort YouTuber. I can just watch her vlogs from two years ago and feel feel so at ease it's like therapy for me and listening to the podcast is so good too it's barely edited she's just speaking her mind and you just feel like you're hanging out with her so i hope you guys feel like you're hanging out with me a little bit i mean like who'd want to hang out with me but you know i i can dream i can imagine that i have friends i've somehow been recording for 45 minutes already and i feel like i just started guys you make time pass so fast i'm just having so much so much freaking fun i'm having so much goddamn fun on the podcast so a few more things I want to touch up on I won't go to I won't dive right into the deep end I won't go right into the deep one I'll say that one for last um I have Spotify moods equals playlist written down let me explain I the way I organize my music is every month I make a new playlist put in 10 songs roughly 10 songs that I listen to every month um and it's nice because say I'm like longing for this time when people were longing for the um the first quarantine, they're like, this feels so nostalgic. I would go back to my March, April, May 2020 playlist and listen to them. And I was like, back in that time. And I was like, yes. So I love doing that. However, my music taste is so wide that there wasn't like a vibe to any of the playlists. They were all like, it varied from like Ariana Grande to like Bon Jovi. (laughs) Like what? Excuse me. So I've been making playlists for every mood I'm in. I, one of my, one of my famous, favorite prize possessions is this one playlist i just made a few days ago that's called screaming in the car i don't know if you guys love screaming in the car but when i'm driving by myself and no one can hear me i will scream taylor swift so i've made a compilation of all the songs that i can literally scream my brains out to in the car and put them in a playlist i will link it if you guys want me to do you want do you want that playlist because i will give it to you it's amazing it also very wide variety but it's all music you scream like what do i got right there i got kelly clarkson our song is the slam of screen doors and then i have i got look at me now by chris brown just as everyone knows they're mostly throwbacks definitely throwbacks throwback is just my vibe i'm obsessed but also last last winter a year ago i was making playlists religiously for any mood especially teen indie movie songs i have probably so many playlists saved on my phone it takes up all my storage on my phone of just playlists that i've come across that are like the, the teen summer that tongue-tied promised us or listen to this when you're walking down the halls and you want to feel like you're in like a A2, a24 movie and i'm like okay yeah listen to them no there's one that says what is it i think i made it most of these i just follow But I made this one. What is it called? Songs that make you feel like you're in an indie coming of age movie, and then like the money sign with like the col not colon, the two dots in the money sign for like a four hours long, four and a half hours long, and it's it's just pure pure genius. (laughs) What what else I got on here? Let's see. I got I'm the baddest bleep to ever walk this earth. I'm the baddest b i t c h ever walk this earth. Um. Lost in Forks, Washington. I listen to this one. Want to be in my fields and just pretend I'm Bella Swan. Just you know, driving through, driving through the forest, looking for Edward and Jacob. Batty energy, two thousands throwbacks. A lot of these are batty ones. This one I write. This is so I, I've been into writing poetry. I don't think I've ever told anyone that, <laughs> but I like to listen to this place that I made. This is when I was in my cottage core phase. It's not a phase. Guys, my whole life is a phase. I don't even know. It's called Dancing in My Tiny New York Apartment. It's got Bon Iver. It's got hers. It's got Mac DeMarco, The Growlers. <laughs> There's a song by Michael Cera. I'm such a fake fan. I don't even know to pronounce his last name, but it just feels like you just moved into your tiny apartment in New York. You got a couch. You got some water bottles. Your TV's still on the floor and you got all your plants just hung up and you're like, yes, this is, this is my life. And you got your you got your boyfriend or girlfriend whatever it's like probably like right after the sunset or like midnight whatever you can use your imagination and you just got this on your little old radio maybe maybe it's a record player and you're just dancing it's like they're slow songs but they're so new yorky and cottage corey and they're so positive they're positive sad songs it just makes me feel some type of way i'll give an example you guys need to listen to this song right now what was the song? I sent it to my, f- I sent it to Aiden. You guys definitely know Aiden. Um, what is the song? Oh, Skinny Love by Bon Iver. Everyone cries for that song, but I think it's so beautiful. Um, oh, it's called I Think I Like When It Rains by Willis. Amazing. That, those type of songs are on here. So I will continue to make a million playlists for any single mood I could ever possibly be in. If I'm in a mood, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a pod, uh, playlist that's called Recording a Podcast any mood I any mood I'm, uh, I'm going to be in I'm going to make a uh, playlist for it. That's just one of my one of my passions, one of my interests is making very specific extensive playlists for very specific moods. Let me know if you guys are the same. I might feel a little bit of a loner because of that. We never know. One more before the very deep one. Why don't people think astrology is accurate? I I don't know. I don't know. I was trying to convince one of my friends. She's a triple Leo claire are you watching this you better be she's a triple leo and she's like astrology just isn't real she's saying i will never believe in astrology me being the hippie i am i was like you are the definition of a leo that's you so i started describing everything she's like yeah that's kind of true whatever but there's so many people (laughs) that i meet and i'm like are you a are you a pisces are you a taurus and they're like yeah if astrology wasn't real how would i be able to guess that If it was just made up like i'm a cancer i cry constantly i'm petty uh emotional sensitive say i was actually an aquarius with those traits people would be like astrology isn't real aquarius are like cold-hearted and they don't feel emotions yes because i'm an actual i'm a cancer say if i was an aquarius i i wouldn't have those so it is real i can guess people's moon signs i guessed my sister's big three the other day i knew she was a leo sun however i was like that doesn't really fit you so i go you definitely have some aries or capricorn in your big three turned out her rising was Capricorn and her moon was in an Aries and I'm like see if astrology wasn't real how would I be able to guess that because there's meaning there's purpose behind it every zodiac sign is different and I can just see people and base their characteristics and look at the zodiac signs and kind of like assign them in my mind I'm like are you a, are you a Scorpio and they're like yeah because astrology is real. That's that's my opinion on the subject, guys. Don't kill me. This is just the astrology versus non-believers. This podcast is me just slamming you guys for not believing in astrology. Hopefully, one of the podcasts. I've been making an analysis of my birth chart. Going through every single one of the planets. What mine is. The degrees. And the significance. And, like, what it means. Like, I just did- <coughs> I just did uh, a couple paragraphs on what it means to have a mo- uh, Mercury in Leo, which I do have a Mercury in Leo. And I just like, explained what that means. So I'm going to do that for like every single placement in my chart. It's always going to take me a really, really long time and I'm going to learn so much. But hopefully I can kind of share it with you guys because I think that would be so interesting. I would love to listen to a podcast, especially with Chamberlain or Sarah or Caitlin, whatever. And they just analyze their birth chart. Would that not be amazing? I would, I would listen to that nonstop. Dancing, I, really don't. I don't even remember what that guy's name is. What's his name? Kevin Gates. Listened to him so much in the eighth grade. His One of his songs just popped in my head. This, I don't even know if I want to bring it up, to be honest. Um, It'll just confuse my brain, really. Um, I've been in a funk for the past, like, year. I've been in the longest funk of my life, but really bad. And this is just kind of a thought that might be just, like, my dissociative brain um sometimes I, th- I say things and people are like where like what I don't even understand what you're saying and I'm like because I am not real anyways I have written down how the way we say things changes how we are perceived by others you guys are probably really confused so let me explain so here's the situation let's say I was at an ice cream truck okay uh with my friends in the middle of the summer I dropped my ice cream and then the nice boy at the ice cream truck gave me a new one for free Now, there are so many ways I could tell that story to others. There are so many ways I could say that. So many ways. So let's give example one. Oh my God. So I was like at this ice cream truck and I just like, I was so tired, guys. I was so lazy that he just like passed me my ice cream cone and I just dropped it. Like my arms were jelly, guys. Like I can't, I'm just so lazy. I can't do anything. Like say someone said that you're going to be perceived as lazy. You're going to per- be perceived as you don't really care. You're going to be perceived as tired, lazy, whatever. But say you explained it as, oh my God, so like, I was just like having so much fun with my friends, right? Um, so we found this ice cream truck and me just being the klutz I am, I dropped my ice cream cone and then the guy working the stand noticed and he gave me a new one for free and we like locked eyes and it felt like fate. Say you explained it like that. Both same, I just scratched myself in the middle of forehead with a highlighter, but I don't really care. Those are two same situations, but they're both being explained differently. One, you're being perceived as lazy and you don't care. One's being perceived as the guy working the ice cream truck um, likes you. End of story. I can't even go into it. Hopefully you understand. I, I, (laughs) I really can't go into it anymore. It's like you are totally in control of how others perceive you and that scares the living crap out of me. Again, with my fear being perceived, it's, oh my god, my mic just fell. It's all in my power, how I'm perceived by others, and that scares the living crap out of me. See, this is why I'm so torn on my uploading schedule for the podcast. I would obviously love, and the most common schedule for a podcaster is a podcast every week. However, there's not a lot going on in my life right now to make a podcast every single week and have it be like 45 minutes long, which is my goal. I just can't talk for that long about nothing. Like, hey guys, I'm I'm doing the same thing every day. I'm just going to say that for 45 minutes. Like, I can't do that. Which is why I've kind of come to the conclusion I should do every other week because then the podcast will just, be, podcasts will just be jam-packed with good stories. And it gives me so much time to edit them because I hate editing. I hate editing. I try to get all my friends to edit for me. I'm like, can you please rough cut this video for me? <laughs> I wish i could just be famous already and just hire an editor because i would i love making the podcast i love the production of it i got my whole setup over here again perks of watching this on youtube i got my coffee my water Uh, i have some henna right there no it's not heroin Uh, my mic my headphones laptop hard drive i got the whole setup i love making it but i hate editing it and obviously this is a lot longer than a youtube video I was doing YouTube videos every week or every other week. But if I had to to edit an hour-long video, oh my god, that'd be crazy. Which is why I believe that because I don't have a team of editors or anything like that. It's just me. I should be doing every other week. Boom. End of story. That has almost brought us. Oh, I'm so popular. My phone just went off. That has brought us to almost the hour mark. About 18 more seconds till we hit the hour mark. Guys, that's crazy. That's so crazy. So, I think this is where I'm going to say peace the F out, guys i'm waiting for the day where i can start my podcast snapchat break hey guys um so thank you so much for listening if you haven't listened to last week's episode go listen of course the link will be in my instagram bio guys Duff shameless so promo okay i'm gonna record an ad for this video isn't that sex selling i need to stop balancing one foot on my trash can all right guys again thank you so much for watching i'll see you guys in the next podcast and i love you i love you so much okay bye peace out homies peace out homies okay bye guys